check the vending machines weekly pop culture action here in your earbuds through your earmuffs or as the beastie boys would say throw on your ear goggles there you go uh it's podcast time i'm jason that's zach what's going on man podcast time with the boys uh you know not too much man um I don't know. I'm in a weird headspace this week now because of the movie that we've watched. Mm. It's a strange one. Yeah. Um, but, oh, you know what, though? I've started watching... Um, you Have you heard of the Class of 09 thing that FX is doing, right? Yes, I saw a trailer for it. Yeah, so I watched the first two episodes that they put out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm liking it a lot. It's an interesting series. It's like... What's the hold on? So what is the what's the driving storyline? Because from the trailer, it seemed like it just takes place over the course of a couple, like a decade or something. So the it takes place along three timelines. So there's the 09, which is them going through the FBI Academy. Yeah. There's like present day as them as like field uh, FBI officers, and then there it also takes place in like eleven years into the future where basically there was like some sort of like domestic terrorist attack that happened at the FBI base. And so now the future is like all minority report with like AI shit. Like I was, I was watching it and I was like, this is just fucking minority report. Damn. Okay. Like, like in the, in the fact that it's like, it's all about like the pre-crime stuff of like, damn, okay. it's like using AI to like judge people based on like their thoughts and being like, Oh, you could be a fucking, yeah terrorists so we'll like arrest you before you even do anything but what's the year for that because if it's it makes no sense because it it goes so far it feels like it should be like 20 or 30 years in the future it takes place in 34 and i was like the world is not changing this much in 11 years yeah we're gonna have fucking pre-crime and 11 i hope not (laughs) yeah i hope not i hope not dude fucking put the shackles on me right like two weeks in a row we talked we talked about minority report we talked about Minority Report a lot. I mean, it's a good movie, man. It's got good shit. Tom Cruise, T-Man up there. It's the stupidest traffic, though. Why is that the Why was it the solution for traffic to have cars that like twist around and jump and fly down mountain, like fly down you know directly? There's vertical. more vertical space than there is horizontal space. That's I why. guess, you but get, I mean, uh, it just it's you just get high rises for your cars. That's all you got to do. Dumb. Did, what weren't the cars in iRobot also like? different or are they just regular cars they were different but they weren't like going up buildings they were just like they had a weird design and they had like the autopilot they're thing. just futuristic and then will smith was the badass because he never used his auto the autopilot on his car because he didn't trust robots so he yeah, always but, but then he had like a cybernetic automail leg right he had a his arm was fucked up he was had like a robot arm robot arm that's that's yeah. ai dude that's yeah. machines uh yeah because then he had the he had the fucking weird like skin spray that he used when he like punches shit out of a robot or something he yeah had, like, he had you saw like part of his robot hand yeah i, I remember watching that movie when i was a kid he wore, chuck like, Ta- he wore chuck taylor's man he did i remember watching that movie and being like if i was a cop and obviously this is the point where like no robot is doing it so why would you ever think this yeah but like at post that crime mm-hmm I would be like, okay, take off both my arms and legs because I'm going full. I'm going full ghost in the show. I'm going full robot. I'm going full Bato. Okay. 
I'm gonna be the lone wolf. You're making me bots. You're taking my eyes out. You're making them cyber scanners. I'm gonna, gonna be the major fucking cyber binocular eyes. Yeah, give like, me some fucking. That's the one thing about Ghost in the Shell. I always thought was so stupid. Even though I love Togusa as a, as, my, as a character, I think he's such a great character. Oh, the fact that he doesn't have any. You're a cop, and you yeah. your wife isn't like, hey, maybe like get some enhancements. You know, so you don't fucking die. Like you have a like brand new baby, like, robot with like blade arms. Yeah, like your teammates are like c- cyber sniper master. Yeah, girl with a uh, girl with a body she's never even had. And then army weird, ranger. Uh, I was gonna say army ranger ex special forces guy who's ninety five percent, you know, rebuilt. Yeah. Like maybe you should like don't just use the computer brain thing. Like let's yeah. like. Let's get fast. That hands. was the only thing he had, right? He had like a jack in, but that was he, it. Yeah, he just had the thing because they had to do the comms. Right, yeah. Um, but other than that, he was pure human. Yeah. And like it's a cool idea, but like practically Practically I'd be like, homie, we gotta get you something. Yeah, like give me like like give me just 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 hands, just like knuckles. Yeah. I can like punch stuff or yeah. something, you know what I mean? Like maybe, Robocop leg. Something to make me not as squishy. Give me a Robocop leg. So I can like have a go. pistol that comes out and I can like, you know, use that. Hell Why does yeah. no one have that? Quick draw the shit out of that. Because that'd be yeah. like, that, that's like, what is that from? There's something, we, there, there's a fucking movie where that that's a thing where the main character has like a snub nose, like hidden weapon. Maybe I'm thinking of Guts. Well, Guts has a, yeah, in his arm and He's then like in the Full Metal thing, Alchemist, yeah. there's the chick who's got like a cannon in her leg. Maybe and I'm she's thinking got like of a that. blade leg, like her auto mail is like one is like a blade leg and the other mm. is like a cannon knee or something. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking about that. Maybe. I don't know, I don't know. probably not because she don't really show up in the show that much. She's only there for that like one episode. Maybe I'm thinking about Guts then. And maybe it's Guts. I mean, Guts is probably, as far as like that kind of like cybernetic shit. Guts is probably the most recognized, and that's not even cybernetic. It's just no, like a fucking just, metal arm, but yeah. But they have the, the most recognizable. Only time we see a cannon in that entire show, I feel like, or that entire manga. Yeah, the only like, time you see firearms in the entire show is, or is in his... the entire manga is Guts's cannon hand. Yeah. Yeah, nobody else has anything. Is that manga? Hold on. Is that manga been updated? I haven't checked in so long. I'm pretty release... sure there's new chapters coming out. Yeah. How... Like recently, they're. How is been... Guts going to beat Griffith? He's going to get an angel arm. Dude, I don't know. He's gonna get. Oh, you know what? Him. It's uh, Vash too, I guess, with his. Uh, I'm thinking of Vash. Alien, yeah, that's his alien what, arm. No, not the alien arm. He his he actually has in his his arm is actually like a machine gun, or so he has a he can crack it open and it's like a shotgun or something. That's exactly what I'm thinking about. Is Vash? Is it? Yeah, he has like a machine gun in his arm. Huh. I'm like 95 percent sure. In that's the original I'm series, about. I can't remember. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched the original series. Vash. I watched the new one and he was like they they did almost nothing with like the fact that he's like part alien except for like the last episode. But there's nothing like it's not like Here. the alien hand cannon shit. I guess he did. Where he yeah, he like he has the pistol and then he he has the like this like cannon in his arm. Yeah. I That's thought exactly I, I was thinking about. of Jet cuz I felt like Jet has something similar to that. Doesn't he in Bebop? Then he have like a I, I have never some sort of it. like prosthetic or something like that because he's got I, a robot his jet's got a robot arm it would make sense yeah 
I know. I feel like that's a thing in a lot of. Do you can, can you do you remember that that show had a live action adaptation? Oh, Bebop. Yes, I've yeah. I periodically think about it from time to time. The fact that I watched one episode and I said yeah. not for me. Yeah, I, I was the same way. I sure I canceled. Yeah. Rightfully so. I don't know. It's um because I was thinking about it because um I've been watching uh totally not Mark because he just went through Full Metal. And he just had a new video come out on like yesterday or Friday about the Netflix live action full metal mm-hmm. like series of movies that they did. Um, and it's like one of the criticisms is like that it's like tries too much to be like anime. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Um, and I agree with that. But it's also like I feel like Bebop tried to not be as much like anime. And it still sucked, but yeah, I mean, I would have if I. This is me and my non ever made anything of fancy level of yeah. money. Is that I feel like what Bebop should have done was just make it a Hong Kong crime show. Yeah, like don't make it quirky and like a Michelle Gondry video. Like don't try to make it Edgar Wright esque. Just make it a crime, yeah. a Hong Kong Asian crime thing, and go in it with that focus and like make it like a martial arts crime thing, like the raid or something. And like, it would, I think it would have worked really well. I could have seen that. I mean, the thing is, is that I feel like they tried to do a little bit of column a and column B. Cause they, I feel like the majority of the plot from the show of what I remembered was like from the triad vicious and um, whatever that fucking episode's called. Um, I feel like they tried to do something with that. But yeah, it was too much like quirky, also like Seinfeld humor on top like, of like that. The screen like, cuts the, the screen graphics and the yeah. picture in picture. And it's visually really interesting, but I just don't think it lended well to like why I thought you can make that show serious. And like, yes, yeah. it'll make people mad who like the anime. But at the same time, I think that it would actually come across think, to people better who actually don't know. Like, yeah. it's crazy but like i've never watched the anime so like i know stuff i've watched like an episode or two but i've never seen the entire show right so like if i'm watching live action i have no concept of the show which i obviously i do but and you make it just a hong kong thriller or a crime thing i, yeah. I think that could play better to some people versus trying to make it like this quirky goof troop type of thing which may it worked for some people obviously i mean yeah I see people I like it. I mean, I feel like as far as like people being upset with it, I don't know. I think it just I feel I feel like with most properties, people are willing to forgive if you like change stuff if it's like good for the most yeah. part. Obviously there are some people that are like complete purists and don't want anything changed, but sure. I like for the most part, as long as it's decent, people are willing to like go with any change that you make. I think the problem is that especially recently, a lot of stuff has been coming out and they make changes to it and it also sucks. So the changes stand out even yeah. more. Or if the change is like a change for a particular reason that makes sense or yeah. um, if the change doesn't really matter mm-hmm. or anything. Like, yeah. Does the, does the change is irrelevant. Um, like you look at like um, something as, as insignificant as like to Batman. Like, yeah. Who killed Batman's parents? Like, there's a billion different versions of that story. Yeah. None of them matter. The fact it just that matters died. that his parents died. That's so. all that matters. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. So I think that's important. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's like I guess Spider-Man's kind of the same thing. 
yeah where where it goes to like the origin of like where he got bit like it doesn't matter as long as he gets bit by a radioactive spider so. yeah i think it's all matters is he gets bit by a radioactive spider i don't care how but also yeah. the, but you can't change spider-verse says that it, you know they allow it to be anyone can die in his life i think that's a story yeah, I don't where, think that's true at all i think it's a story where ben is the one that ben has to ben. die yeah i think that's the most significant one of the most significant character creations like in history i hit like batman's parents have to die like those parents have to die it can't be his uncle and aunt you know pa can't like can die he shouldn't die in a hurricane tornado where his son can clearly save him makes no goddamn sense where his son can absolutely save him in a blink of an eye in a blink of an eye uh oh god what's it it's not kevin costner who played his dad again? Kevin Costner, right? Kevin Costner, yeah. For some reason, Kevin Costner didn't want his son to save his life, which makes absolutely literally. No sense. Even though we've seen Superman like blow hurricanes away, he can yeah. like, and blow it away. He could do some Hercules shit. He could literally like grip onto the hurricane and like he could, like spin his arms like Flash and yeah. like you know it's stupid. Yeah, you or you know you could just use your super speed to grab your dad and right fucking go away from the fucking twister right. You fly through it. Yeah. Um, you you were watching Class of 09 mm-hmm. on FX. Um, I watched the first two episodes of the new uh, Gendy Tartakovsky show, which is on Adult Swim. Mm. Gendy T- Tartakovsky. Now, did something happen with him? Because I feel like all of a sudden this week, I saw a bunch of stuff from him, like people making videos. And I think he was like on some channel, like breaking down his animation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. That's because his show came out. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a new he's the show. Guy who did like Primal, and I haven't watched that, but yeah, Primal is great. It's excellent. Yeah. Um, Samurai Jack, which right. we know is excellent. Dexter's Laboratory, which we know yes. is excellent. And then so his new show is called like Unicorn, something, def- something Defenders or whatever. And like mm. it's three episodes are out. It's on. I, I've been watching on HBO Max or the Max mm. or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, yeah. And it's a it's it's a fun show. It's really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the premise is kind of cool. It's about, it's about like these heroes who have to fight this bad guy, and they get reincarnated every lifetime. And whenever oh, they're okay. needed, they get like they get like brought back to life by this big robot, and they get brought back to life this time in like the wrong bodies. Like they're too young. Like they're like children. Oh, yeah. And it's like during like the British, um, what's it called? Industrial, industrial revolution, revolution like yeah. the industrial revolution kind of thing so it's like steampunky kind of yeah kind of and like the main character is like on her wedding day she's getting married but then she gets brought back to like her her different life and she's like i'm not this person and they're setting up some cool stuff um animation is obviously fantastic because it's yeah. gendy and he makes great stuff and mm-hmm. i was telling my wife this because i was watching that video you're talking about actually about him mm-hmm. breaking down his breaking down animation stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I was still in animation school, all those years ago, <laughs> um, there, I, I was telling my wife, there was, there was three heroes like in my class, like mm-hmm. three he, people that my the class, like fucking like idolized. Right. Yeah. The first one was Craig McCracken. Mm. Who was the guy who made Powerpuff Girls and and he made um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? Hell yeah! So 
ha- a bunch of the class like fucking loved him. And he made a bunch of other stuff too. A bunch of other shows. Yeah. He's he's on Netflix now making stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Star Kid or some shit. I don't know. The other uh, the other uh hero for uh weirder fans, weirder people, I say this like legit meaning weirder, and or, or maybe a little bit older was um John Kay, who was the creator of Ren Stimpy. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so people like and our professor who was that was Cow and Chicken too, right? I don't know. I Is think that he the just same guy. Stimpy. No, I think he just did Ren Stimpy because he got oh, okay. like, canceled after that. Okay. Um, but like our our professor who went to SCAD for his master's program, like he like was a big fan of all these guys. He's obviously you no, know, we're like eighteen, nineteen. This guy's like thirty five at the time or whatever. However old he is. Mm-hmm. um he like was a huge proprietor like you no know, he pushed this style because he was it's like the Rand stimpy stuff even if it's ugly and gross it's like beautifully animated and it's you know it's mm-hmm. great lessons to learn so people really loved him and the other subsection of nerds were like all about gendy yeah like samurai jack and you know clone wars and oh, dexter yeah. so like i fell into that camp but then there's a secret sub category which was like all the south korean like oh, avatar yeah. last airbender studios mm-hmm. and then the all the um hey i like anime <laughs> i like anime and everyone's like fuck anime anime sucks it's all about the western here anime is on, only anime we watch is avatar that's all we watch is that's the only anime we watch here yeah and there's like one kid who like really fucking his favorite animations were assassin's creed <laughs> Like, oh God! He wore he had the jacket and he had a rolling backpack. Oh, tell me you didn't have the jacket with the fucking. He, he had the jacket hood. with the, the hood. Oh God, <laughs> damn it! And then we had, <laughs> bro, uh, we had a, we had a project which was we had to make a flash animation uh-huh. in class. Like it's, you can do it in group or singular, uh-huh. and it was, it was a short assignment and think serious. And at the time, my primary skill set was all was audio, sound, design, fully. Mm-hmm. Um, so my buddy did all the keyframes. Whatever, there's like three of us in the group, and we just did a day in the life of this class, our class. It was called Jim's class, okay, or whatever the fuck. And our buddy who like did wrote the script and basically did like the, all the animation for it, Damn. rough, rough, rough stuff. Like had us hanging out in class, like just talking about stuff, and then had an unnamed character start being really like annoying and cringy in the skit in the animation, which was mm-hmm. a character wearing an Assassin's Creed hood, and then we had to play it in front of the entire class. Oh god damn it! And everybody of like the thirty five kids who were who were there, everybody knew except him who the character was. Oh, he didn't realize that they he didn't realize he didn't, re- or at least he didn't seem like he didn't say like he realized. And I, mm. I never had any problem with this. I don't. I never talked to the guy. Yeah, I just sat in my own. I just, Apparently, the scriptwriter did. He must have said something bad. Yeah, I just remember being like, being. I came in, came in, being like, "What? What are you? What are you doing? What is this? We shouldn't be doing this, dude. This is fucking mean." <laughs> Dude, you know, this is fucking front of the class. That is that's rough. Like the professor was laughing. Like we, everyone was. It was a. It's oh, a Jesus. funny vid. It's a funny yeah. video, dude. Um, funny animation. So damn. So that's it. Damn, I, I've been watching that, and it's been fun, and it's making me want to. Um, oh, secondly, also cartoon wise, mm-hmm. um, 
the guy who made TMNT 2012 as well as Super mm. Robot Monkey Team, Hyperforce Go, Zero mm-hmm. Neely, he uh he on Instagram yesterday he was like, Hey, I found a bunch of like promo posters from Monkey Team and I'm gonna sign them. I have patches, I'm gonna sell them. Oh shit, like dude. Twelve o'clock or whatever. So I was like fucking like on my phone and I I was able to snag a poster, sign poster in a a patch for monkey team damn and dude i am stoked because it's also it's on disney plus i didn't watch it all the time but um i remember liking super robot monkey team if you watch i i didn't understand as a kid watching it because i just thought it was cool yeah but then i remember looking at it in high school and being like and having been more educated in anime mm-hmm. and being like oh i know what the this is what he's fucking doing this is like gotcha man slash super robot anime this is is what he's pulling from it's like yeah all these things that like i didn't understand as a kid but i get the references now Mm -hmm. like if you if you go back and watch his his tmnt 2012 show that he was the creator of and like the showrunner there were so many references to like anime and monster movies like things that like other pop culture things that if you yeah like my sister watched the show at the same time like it was out, but she was a kid, so she didn't get it. But like as an as an adult, I was like, dude, this show is like littered with like really great like Easter eggs and that yeah. kind of stuff. It was it's great. So I bought that and I was like super stoked because I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and rewatch the show. I think it's on Disney Plus right now, so I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. Okay. Um, I also want I want to rewatch Samurai Jack too because I, I yeah, never I watched. Was thinking about that when you brought that up, I was like, I need to go back. I've I never watched the, like, the sequel game. show. I haven't watched it either, and I, I don't want to watch it till I rewatch the original. Because yeah, I've been thinking for a couple of years. I was like, I need to go back and rewatch Samurai Jack. I watched the first Forever. episode or, or half half episode of The Return, mm-hmm. and thought that it looked beautiful. That's like, um, it's like his daughter or Aku's daughter is in that, right? Yeah, maybe both. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I remember it was like somebody's kid is in there and he like teams up with them yeah i I can't remember exactly but um i'll get there yeah i'll get there eventually but we are here on a sunday evening yes to talk about a movie Mm -hmm. that you referenced earlier um and that's it's it's sort of like a, 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 a cartoon it's a comic yeah I didn't realize that also, yeah, that it was based off, like, a comic. So I, I texted you that before I started watching it, and that is based on a comic book series or something. It's a, yeah. And then literally at the beginning of the movie is, like, a Marvel-esque comic yeah. book flip, followed by Boom Studios logo. I was like, this is, yeah. dude, Zach, it says Boom Studios, bro. Yeah. It's literally a comic book company. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, we're watching um, The Empty Man, or we watched yeah. The Empty Man. Yes, The Empty Man. 2020 adaptation or based on material by Cullen Bunn, who is a fucking master comic book writer. Yeah. Like, I, I know him mostly from Six Gun, which is like a supernatural Western oh, action okay. series. Yeah. Fantastic. I think he has a series called The Damned, which is like a, like a neo-noiry, like horror okay. ghost gang comic book i believe i haven't read that one in a long huh. time okay. i think he i think he wrote x-men blue for a while oh, okay i liked i preferred of the x-men's i preferred x-men blue over x-men gold but 
Yeah, I didn't read those. But Cullen, yeah, he's, yeah. he's very active in everything. He yeah. he wrote Harrow County, too. He, he created Harrow County. Okay. Which is like a really popular horror stuff that I won't read. But I like, I like Six Gun. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. So this I mean, is... Six Gun definitely feels like it's more up our alley. So Yeah, it's definitely up my alley. I say that as I have purchased the Evil Dead Rise to watch tonight. Jesus. All right. Well, you let me know how much you get through. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get through it, bro. I might have every light in my living room turned on. <laughs> no. Oh, but, my God. Well, according to like, uh, according to Jay and Mike, it wasn't really like scary, but it was more like gross out. But also they have like a higher tolerance for horror movies. than Yeah, movies, absolutely. So. Yeah, that's Especially that's Jay. Jay's like I'm incomparable. Though, so. Incomparable. The yeah. Empty Man, 2020. Yes. It's not based on a particular comic book, but the ideas were pulled from the story, yeah. and that's the movie we get. Now, the first thing I thought about The Empty Man, because you brought you you uh, suggested the movie because you were, you were interested in it. Yes. I uh, hadn't heard of it. I haven't heard the comic book either, and I had to Google it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main character, main actor, I know him from so many things. He's in one of, and I was realizing this like halfway through watching it. I was like, I know his face. And then I looked up and I had, I had watched another movie that he was in earlier this year and had talked about it. I believe I oh, talked really? about it on the pod. The standoff at Sparrow Creek because he was oh, the main yes. character in that too. Right. Um, I know um, him from season three of 24 or season four of 24. I saw that he was in that. He's in 24. Apparently he's in the new Yellowstone show as well. Oh, okay. He was in... He was in, I think that I was looking him up on IMDb and it was like, he was in the departed too. Like he wasn't departed. Yeah, he was. He's been in some shit. He is an actor, a working actor. Yes. Who I feel like I haven't seen many of his movies. And if I have, I forget that he's in them because he's never really the main character that I know of. Yeah. But in 24, all those years ago, he was really freaking good in 24. And in this movie, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler, <laughs> I think he's really fucking good in this movie. I think he's fantastic, especially for like what his character ends up being. It's a very weird type of role to like take on period where you're basically like a fucking psychic manifestation of, I don't know what, some eldritch like antenna creature yeah. thing. It's very, it's a very, I got the end of this movie. I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> so the basic idea is that first off the opening of the movie, which takes place in 1990 something. It's like 95. Cause the movie takes the most of the movie takes place in 2018. The first like 25 minutes of the movie is. Yeah. It's like, it's like, own like mini movie. Yeah. It's own mini movie of like these hikers or, being a, trapped yeah. in this like mountain and then one well, of like, the guys is going like, crazy that or something like that and then yeah like some guy like falls down a hole and sees some weird eldritch looking skeleton in a hole and like starts mumbling to himself and saying if you touch me you'll die and then all his friends die because they all go crazy well not all of them i guess it's just him and the yeah him and his partner go crazy because then they had one of the more like, I don't know why, but the whispering in the ear thing that they were doing, it was terrifying. 
in general or just the first in the first uh i mean the first one for sure where it's like he's like zoomed right over her yeah like, yeah, yeah. like into her ear like whispering some like weird ass shit yeah um the one later i guess with the chick in like the food court or whatever wasn't that scary but it's that not part. scary i i i don't think the whispering parts are scary because i don't think the yeah. movie at all is scary but the it's got the, jump scares um, but i wouldn't like say that it's scary you know yeah um I, I don't even i don't i wouldn't even say it's spooky um yeah. but the whispering part just pissed me off because <laughs> of the sound the yeah makes me it's like an anti-asmr for me like i, oh, I, yeah. I get angry well, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely supposed to be like the nails on the chalkboard that you hear, like, it's almost throughout the movie you hear, like, the, the lips, like, the lips, like, yeah, and you don't even know me. what they're saying, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. I had no subtitles, so I don't know if there actually was, like, <laughs> words that they were saying, or if it was just, like, gibberish, but. Right, I'm sure it's just gibberish. Yeah. But, so, um, yeah, so it, it cuts from that to the 2018 where you have this former cop, which yes. I assume the main character, who was the guy we're talking about from 24, I think his name is Chase, 24. Mm-hmm. I assume he is not a cop because of his family being killed. I would assume Do that they, ever, they don't ever say, right? They never say why he left. They just said that he wasn't a cop anymore, and now he runs, like, a security, security business. business. Like a self-defense lock cameras or whatever type of yeah camera that kind of shit so he he he's there it's a year after his family dies he's kind of in in a rut and then his next door neighbor was the lady who has a teenage daughter yes who's in high school it confused me in the beginning when she first showed up because i thought it was his daughter me too like the way they were talking i was like oh is she like his kid from a divorce or something right and And even the way he says like does your mom know you're here yeah it's very i don't know it's it was I, I was I was not it did it took me a while to be oh it's the neighbor it's just right. the neighbor kid so it's the neighbor it's his neighbor who's a, it's his lady's neighbor it's her kid her dad yes. just died a year ago too yes or something like that I think and then, I think that I think that happened like two years ago okay so her dad recently died and then yeah she gives him this like mumbo jumbo speech about reality. Something it's about basically the power of positive thinking is she gives him a whole like monologue about the fact that you can manifest, you know, good things or bad things or like, or what, it what, what was it? It was like, what even, nothing is know, real. She said some shit. I was like, she's like, she's nothing like, is well, real. Reality is not real. And I was like, bitch, you're yeah. talking that, um, her saying like nothing is real or whatever. Yeah. It really gives me the, like the, flashbacks to when i people in high school particularly guys mm-hmm. or even on facebook or even like adult men like young adult men who always, who would always for some reason be like maybe you don't know the people but i i definitely met the met them who would mm-hmm. be like i'm not afraid to die oh yeah it's like shut the shut up i'm not afraid to die <laughs> first of all everybody's afraid to die. i'm not afraid to die Shut up, dude. That's the lamest thing ever. Oh my god. But then yeah. so she goes missing. She like disappears and they're trying to figure out what happened. Uh first of all, obviously it's explained later, but like for starting off this movie and it not being his kid, he gets way too invested, way too Way quickly. too invested. He's like way too invested. Like he's acting like he actually is a private detective. And I was like, homie. You're like a locksmith. 
Yeah. I well, get that you're a former a, cop, but... He used to be a detective or something. I don't know. Do they say detective? I thought he was just like a cop. They said the guy in the scene where they're in the girl's bedroom when they're investigating it, or CSI is in the bedroom, mm-hmm. the other detective says to him... Oh, yeah, he hey, does say something like weren't that. Weren't you yeah. a cop? Weren't you undercover? I've heard of you. Yeah, undercover. That's what he Which, was. first off, he's in a, he was in a different, like a different city. He was in St. Louis or something like that, so a bigger yeah. city. And then, like, he's in a bigger city, undercover cop. Why would anyone hear of him? Yeah. Unless you did, like, some, like, bad stuff. That doesn't make any sense. So, like, I guess I'm just wondering how... Because I would have thought that he stopped being an ex-cop when his, like, wife and kid died. But he said he was an ex-cop in, like, St. Louis. But clearly... He's lived next to this neighbor for like a while because they maybe maybe it's a town over and he just drive he would drive maybe in, I don't know driving to work really or explain like where the movie I don't, is. I don't know you know it, it could be a situation where like it's a yeah, town it's... outside of St Louis that he just lives in because he works in St Louis or some shit I don't know yeah that's fair but either way so yeah. he the girl's gone the neighbor's gone and he starts tracking her down trying to yeah. track all the friends down and the rest of the, the rest of the movie is him just walking around asking questions and then him progressively to out what the hell's going on yeah progressively seeing more spooky dooky stuff spooky the empty man coming to get him and then also like i have some questions i want to ask you too yeah um but first one i ask we uh-huh. see a flashback and obviously these are spoilers like every podcast this we do it's spoilers. yes there's a flashback where the kids call upon the the, the empty spirit man. or whatever the slender man ripoff. and the, the premise is like you have to get this bottle and blow on it and then think of think of the bad guy first of all this the, this urban legend makes no goddamn sense so but how come in the beginning of the movie in 1991 yeah there's no empty bottle in that cave no he's blown on something in the end of that prologue where he's like standing in or sitting yeah. on the bridge he's like blowing up but it's not a bottle it looks like the a little like cu- maybe it's a cup or something I don't maybe know. i don't know but yeah, but he, there's no... but he didn't like he didn't like do that when he landed. He to, he didn't know that going in, right? No, I don't I don't get that at all. And even with see the main character at the end of the movie mm-hmm. when he gets taken over, we he already did the the ritual. Earlier. Yeah, he did it on the bridge. So I'm okay with that. I don't know. Look, homie, you in a horror movie. Number one rule: if you have like some spooky doopy legend, don't ever follow through on the. Sp- Spooky Dookie no. Legend. Don't no. do it. Don't do it. Don't blow in the bottle on the bridge. Don't do two, it. I have two tips for you, and I've never been in a horror movie. Yeah. Tip one. Never if split some, up. If some, yeah, that, that, that's not even ignoring that. Yeah. But like tip number one, don't blow into a bottle and follow said ritual if you yes. are told by a scared girl in your car, which is also weird that she's in your car. Yeah, I Number felt one. that was weird too. I mean, it's definitely like he was like, "Get in the car," and I was like, "Cause they're high schoolers, right?" I was like, yeah, and I was like, "There's no, uh, I'll no come- teacher being like, uh, do you know this girl?" I want to come back to that point in a second, right? Yeah. Point number two of my tips: when mm-hmm. a a quote unquote big guy who isn't really that big or muscular mm-hmm. tries to carry you to a burning wood, th- a burning effigy that you they're gonna put you in. Yeah, and they carry you, and you don't even try to fight back. Just fight back a little bit, because chances are you'll get away fine. Because the whole town is old and decrepit, and like you're on a mountainside. Or women, yeah, you'll probably be fine. You'll be fine. 
don't just like let them carry the only you real and, like, competition is like a big guy and christopher lee like that's all you got yeah like you'll be all right but back to the first point which is like they're in high school yeah why is it that when we see the friend kill herself in the shower we get a butt scene what are we doing you get a butt scene we get boobies why are we doing that a lot. is she not in high school she's supposed to be 18 I think. That's crazy. I felt I the daughter is eighteen because they specifically bring up the fact that the daughter is eighteen when they first go to the yeah house. yeah yeah she's like legal they're like oh she's eighteen she's a legal adult like maybe maybe they're in college I didn't think so I thought it was high school it just felt I mean, weird. they look like they could have been college kids but yeah it just felt weird to be like they kind of seem like they're in high school yeah but then again. The main character, when he's investigating, he walks into the cafeteria, doesn't he, at some point? In the school? Doesn't he, like, walk into the building and like, stand on the stairwell or something? I don't think so. I don't know. Either way. He goes into the coal building. If they're college, fine. But if they're in high school, like I think they are, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. The butt scene came out of nowhere, and I, I didn't feel like we needed it. How do you... Cause we'll get to this point in a second, but hmm. the overall, uh, the spook, yeah, I would say like the actual like of the Scooby Doo factor of the monster, mm-hmm. like I don't understand it. Well, it's not really like from a design standpoint, it's like kind of just like a skeleton with like a robot, basically. Because, like, I was reading the description of the comic book, and it sounds much different than what this was. Yeah. The comic book description... I couldn't description... find an actual, like, description of, uh, for the comic book when I was searching around real quick, but... The comic book description was talking about how a girl... There's, like, some sort of disease. Yeah. Which is, like, the empty man disease or something. Mm-hmm. And it's affecting the country, and then when you get get it, they take yeah, you away. Yeah, I read that, and that made no sense to me. I was like, well, I don't even get what the fuck this is supposed to be about. And I was like trying to correlate that to what we watched, which was about this like spiritual, like yeah, deity of death or something. And I'm trying to correlate okay. that element with the whole, the one guy, the the bad guy we see, the, the public speaker who's in everything, who's the character actor. But like, yeah. what is the point of this whole business, like Scientology thing? What is this compared I don't to? Know. I don't understand. I mean, that. I think. The overall feeling that I got from this movie is that it's like, it's well shot, like it looks good, there's good acting in it, but the plot is very like messy and confusing. And maybe that's to like put you in the state of mind of like this guy, because like he clearly does not know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. had a great audience moment for me, which is when everybody in the fucking uh, bonfire in the middle of nowhere starts yeah. chasing him he said what the fuck was that and i said yes what the fuck yes. was that that's a good question yeah and i just don't at the end of the movie which i'll say in a little bit but at the end of the movie when it all wrapped up i just was so kind of like lost yeah it's, i get the idea that they were the whole time like trying to craft him into a new host or something i get i get they wanted that. him to be an empty shell basically to be like the host for this otherworldly presence. Right. And then I guess that this company is like the 
physical like the scientology slash cult yeah. of like the cult of this deity i would assume so i guess so but I if they're thought. but if if they're killing why you have to like it doesn't really feel like they're like killing people because like so the, all the people he saw well, like, are there or not there like they all called upon the bad guy and they had to like pass a test to like get no put there i guess so because you know like how the guy no. said like the one dude that he that he's been t- he interrogates a couple times in the movie asking yeah. about the kid about the young girl he says to the main character which i don't remember his name yeah. sam or some shit i don't remember so says like james, james right james yeah he says the guy says to James, like, "Oh, she was ascended. She was like moved to this camp. It was like PR, the pre-released or something like that." So are all the people at this camp, terms. right? So are all the people at this camp that we saw the hooded people around the fire type thing are all those people just people that weren't killed? But there's a billion other people like her friends who were also calling upon the empty man, but then got killed. They weren't chosen. I don't know because I'm also very confused as to like. The Empty Man in general, because, like, yeah, in, like, the first hour, you've got, like, the high school friend thing, and that's, like, a typical Scooby-Doo monster. But then once that girl dies in the shower, it doesn't By the way, looks amazing. It's a good shot. It looks It's a very good, not the booty and butt, not the boobs and butt stuff. Not the boobs. The actual, like, like, death scene is, like, really brutal. Yeah, stabbing herself in the face with scissors is it looks it looks so. really good. Like that yeah. sequence looks like looks killer. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like the the steam too makes it look wild. So yeah, and like this, this there's a there's a mid shot of of her face stabbing herself. Yeah, and like it looks so like legitimately real. Yeah, like good good. Do they CG. have that close up on her face after like she stabbed herself and like all the marks around her eye yeah. look fucking gnarly? It looks so good. Yeah, and this is also right after we saw a dead, a dead riding dog. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Shit. I was like, that, I was like, that dog it looks still made no like, sense. So it's like there's just a like that is that dog would have died on the assumption that a dog had been abandoned for like months. Yeah, but the girls, the friends only disappeared like the day before. A day before. There's only three three day life I, a three day lifespan not be, like, for these. Rotting it to death, like. With this like decayed and disgusting like water. Well, the dog the dog blew in a bottle. I guess so. I guess the dog blew in the bottle too. The dog the dog followed everybody else after they left the bridge. The dog came yeah. by himself and blew on the bottle. But the the I was like I was watching the movie. And I was like, dude, this that dog let the dog. That's a good dog effect. Yeah, it's a good. It's, it's like damn okay. Great looking dead. Dog. And then like ten minutes later, we get the stab in your face. Yeah, effect. I was like, this effect looks good too. Like this yeah. is. Like these are this is these are high quality looking. There's not many of them, but they look the no. effects look good. Like the bad guy looks stupid. Yeah, the bad guy doesn't look good, but to their credit, they don't really use him that much. No, so, no, it's all the mind. Yeah, it's all yeah, it's all psychological bullshit. Um, and even at the end when he like shows up for the big scene, it's all like strobed and shit like that. So it looks yeah. better. But even at the towards the the middle of the movie, I guess when yeah when the when James finally finds all the friends they're they hung themselves underneath the bridge that's a good that's a good effect too yeah like the bot the corpses are that's a good effect it's a good reveal shot too with this yeah good reveal shot. Yeah, yeah it looks good and 
at that point in the movie, I was sitting there thinking to myself, okay, so he's going to like fight the monster. He can't win. Yeah, I wasn't really sure where the end goal of this was like supposed to be. Yeah. Cause I'd also legit thought that the girl was just like dead. I was like, Oh, the girl's like dead. And then she shows up at the end and I'll credit her. Creepy, creepy person. And she's like telling him that he is like, he's been going to these meetings. I don't get that part. Yeah. I don't get that. Her whole speech at the end really kind of like, have they been like secretly, like he's been secretly going to these things about himself. No, like I don't understand it. I don't get it because yeah, he opens up this file and they have like pictures of him, like half naked on a chair and like this weird like room. All that I just don't understand. I don't know. It's it's messy. It's really the plot's kind of all over the place at a certain point. It it is, and like I think that maybe they're trying to go for this whole like some of these details don't matter because it's about this like esoteric spooky dooky monster thing but i mean i think they kind of gave themselves like carte blanche to do whatever and they're like oh all of his memories are like fake and nothing has been actually happening like he goes back to his house and it's like just an empty fucking house which also it's like for me it was like okay then what the fuck has he been doing for the past like three days yeah like i don't know i was very confused by the end because i was like also when the mom so was he like doing all this shit like in an empty fucking house wouldn't the mom have gone to his house at some point? Yeah. Well, she did show up to his house at one point. And there's like stuff, right? Yeah. She brought him dinner and then they were like, she wanted to like have sex with him again. Yeah. And he was like, nah. And then I was like, first of all, very unrealistic man. But <laughs> I just don't, I don't get it. And I feel like narratively, which is the what matters to me the most all times yeah. always it just lost me at so many points of like yeah. trying to tell the story effectively. It's, it, it was visually interesting and it had me hooked with the premise. Yeah. And then they just couldn't follow through to like nail stick the, the Olympic ending for me yeah. to like really care. Cause at the end of the movie, when he gets like taken over by ghost boy, yeah, I kind of like, I don't really know exactly what happened, nor do I kind of care. Yeah. I only kind of know anything about like what they were talking about because of last podcast on the left. Cause they've talked about tulpas before. Yes. No, it's like, okay. So I also I've seen supernatural is. and they fought, they fought a couple oh, of they fought tulpas in supernatural. Yeah. I'm playing pretty sure they, they fought some thought form energy ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like they'll be like, Oh, it's, it's, we burned the body. Why is the ghost coming back? <gasps> Cause it's a tulpa. Because it's yeah, it's not it's not a ghost. It's, it's a, a topomancer. Yeah, the whole town is crazy or some shit. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I definitely don't think it stuck the landing. It definitely, st- I mean, it, it it did the three sixty flip, but it it stumbled on the it didn't stick the landing. Yeah, I completely um, agree. Because that last reveal part in the hospital, where I was very the, confused once we got to that point. Yeah, well, also I was just confused because I was like, when is this? 20 minute fucking prologue that we have like ever gonna come back yeah and then it comes back in like the last 20 minutes and the time it came back i was like okay but i don't think we needed an entire 
20 minute long prologue to have that happen. No, no I don't, I agree. I completely agree. And like they could have shortened that, which would have still give me exactly the effectiveness or even just had it be like a, do what normal horror movies do and just have it be a quick, a quick um, narrative drop in the middle yeah. of the movie. where like, we, we did some research. I just rewatched yeah. Stranger Things season four. So I, this is on top of my mind mm-hmm. when they're trying to find the Ve- Ve- Vecna's backstory. They literally just do it in the show. Like, Oh, we found the newspaper clipping of this, of this family. And it's oh, yeah. That's all you have to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess the, what is it? The modern equivalent of that is that they get some doctor on Skype and the doctor explains everything about what's going on. Wasn't that the thing in, um, with the Bagul or whatever, Red Letter Media talked about that shit. Because it was like Vincent D'Onofrio was in the movie and he like was the doctor and he was trying to explain it all. Oh, he was I don't a psychologist or something like that. He was like, it's Bagul, the nightmare, boogeyman. Right. No, the, 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 that, that part of the story I'm still kind of lost on is like... Yeah. The relevance... I get the relevance that this guy's been alive in a, for years and years and years. What is he doing? Like, What's the point? Yeah, I still don't get the point of it i mean it's like i get what they're saying which is that they're supposed to, it's some sort of like psychic connection or something i guess to like the other side where like these gods or other like what's the call for i, I, I just no don't idea. understand like you have all these people who are following this like spirit god but yeah. what are they doing? Are they trying to take over the world? Are they trying to take over the country? Are they trying to kill? Like, what's the fucking plan? Yeah, I don't know. Because in the when he was researching the group, the Pontifex group, like, in the articles, it was talking about that they're like a doomsday call and shit like yeah. that. And they were talking about the manifestations and the tulpas and all that other weird random shit. But, like, usually you're a doomsday call because, like, you're seeing a specific endpoint. But, like, I don't understand, like what the end point was like is the point okay, to have him... one guy and the one guy was like it's all gonna be fucking blood or whatever and i was like yeah uh, is the point that just gonna... keep the ghost man alive until he kills everybody is that the plan i guess that's what the plan is then why have a cult just kill yourself it's so confusing yeah i don't know and it just feels like there's no thought behind like the scene where he goes and goes to the camp which eerily just looks like friday the 13th it does look like a friday the 13th camp i was half expecting and the sign to looks just up. like fucking camp whatever camp crystal elsewhere lake. i think is what it was called yeah but which is like just call it camp crystal lake and have jason show up like what's the point of having all these hooded people like marching like what's the fucking yeah, they're point? like dancing around the fire and doing some weird shit and then he yeah, has like doing... a fucking acid trip where he like stares at the stars and it looks like fucking right. night where fucking time goes into yeah. the future or some shit so what's the point i just don't understand and there's it's never really talked about and it's, it leaves me with a question of like did we really think about the story beyond like cool visuals like i think they had a concept like i feel like this would have been a really good like twilight zone episode or something like that yeah but i don't know or even just concept, i don't know even just take away some of the a24 ness that that, that mm-hmm. was there and just have it be straight up like he is a this is a spirit tulpa thing yeah. that maybe exists or maybe doesn't, but we don't know for sure because it's a tulpa. Yeah. Right? And we can go either way with it. Mm-hmm. And then remove some of the fucking excess, like we've been planning this, we've been planting this in your brain or whatever. Like take get rid of that. Yeah. And just have it be like we've over the last three days, we have 
been preconditioning you to be the perfect fit and he can be going in this mental thing and you can have it be more straightforward or go it to have it be it's an actual spirit monster and he is now the new host you can just do that straight up straight yeah and it would just be there's no the questions are gone now because it's just like okay it's a supernatural monster okay there's not going to be real answers because it's a spirit monster right but like having it be attached to like fucking big business and then like fucking like yeah. Tony Robbins and like I just don't understand the point of it. And then the narrative fails, the visuals are cool, the acting's all great. Yeah. I think everything else about the movie is great. It's just that the script needed more work. Or it needed to be I don't know what it needed. I don't know if they needed to like just tighten their focus and like I say I take that twenty minutes. That it's trying to be like two different movies at once. Yeah, take that twenty the, minutes from the beginning and give me twenty more minutes of fucking explanation. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think the, the it's also trying to be like two because you've got the Scooby Doo bullshit with the empty hand, but then it's also like a pr- police procedural with all the stuff with the guy like trying to track down the girl and like yeah. I don't know. It's like, it feels like it's trying to wear too many hats at the same time. It felt like the director who I don't know. I think this was his first movie or something. Cause it was like his debut and he hasn't done anything else. Since. It felt like this director or screenwriter, whoever did whatever one, I think the director wrote, wrote it too. Yeah. But they like, liked the concept. And then they also just watched prisoners and was like, okay, I'm going to make prisoners, but make it supernatural. Okay. Because a lot of the movie reminds me so much of Prisoners. Yeah, I could get that for sure. And it's not just the story, but it's like missing people, traveling, the the dreariness of the town, the fa- even the fashion kind of looks like it. The grizzled, yeah. grizzled kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, he beats people up. This is, these are all classic tropes, obviously, but the way it looks, it does. It really reminds me of Prisoners. Yeah. Um, it definitely has got like a Fincher look to it for sure. Not as yeah. perfectionist as Fincher, but it's definitely like got a Fincher feel. Oh, I was looking up the director a little bit and apparently he'd done like documentaries on Fincher films. So I'm oh, sure that he go. is a big Fincher fan. There so that's go. probably why it has some of those trappings in it. It just doesn't, it just doesn't land, bro. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't land at all. I mean, there's like, inter- they, yeah, it's like there's interesting concepts and stuff like that. Like, the whole concept of tulpas in general is interesting. Yes. But they didn't really do anything with these interesting... Or, well, that's not true. They did something, but it wasn't a satisfying thing The that best they did. part of this movie, in my opinion, is, like, the four SFX shots. Mm. Like, the dead bodies hanging looks sweet. Yeah. Girl stabbing herself in the face with the scissors looks sweet. Yeah. Dead dog looks like a dead dog. Yeah. And then at the very end, where he kills the original, he kills the previous guy with the gun. Oh yeah, and his blood splatter. Looks, on the wall, it yeah. looks sweet. Like it looks, it's a good, yeah. a good looking like squib looking fake head. It looks sweet. Yeah, it but then good. like at the end, the movie ends with just him like standing there and like this. I just don't. I I finished the credits roll. I don't get I was, why they bowed down to him. Like if he's an antenna, I don't know why you're bowing down. Right. It just didn't make any, I don't know. The, the credits rolled and I was like, this is two hours and 10 minutes that I just felt like was not a bad experience. But like I say all the time on this podcast, mm-hmm. I would rather hate it 
or love it. Mm. I do not want to be just fucking mm. okay on it because then I have no react, no emotional reaction. Yeah. And I finished this movie and I just felt like, okay, my time wasn't wasted, but it also wasn't like a success. Right. Which That's makes true. me honestly more upset. Because the, the premise is cool. Yeah. Like, it's got... I don't know. It's got a lot of stuff going for it. I just didn't... Didn't get that... It's not a 10 out of 10. It's like... I don't know. I don't feel like it's a 5. But It's also a very easy detective story. Like, everything the guy did was very simple. Like, simplistic detective work. Yeah, there wasn't anything, like, too groundbreaking with what he was doing. He was basically hey. going around and talking to people and, like... hey. I walked down a hallway. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you see this person? Hey, you see this picture? Nah. Yeah. Nah, I haven't you seen got the yearbook. You seen this girl from the yearbook? Nah? Okay. No? Okay. Next person. All right. Talk to the next person. We're not going to trap a, trap a guy in a homemade hot box shower torture machine and have Terrence Howard there as well. Not going to do that. No, we're not doing that. Not going to have him go full Jackman. Because even like, even that, and I'm not trying to compare it to prisoners because it's not trying, it's not, it's not even trying to be prisoners, obviously. All right. But like even with that ending being ambiguous, like that's still, like this movie ends. He is now the whatever the vessel. Mm-hmm. We still don't know for sure if that even means anything because the whole point is about, it's about Tulpa. So like, does yeah. the main character just think that it's real and yeah. it's going crazy, or is it actually a real thing? That yeah, and that's made? the problem with movies like this, where like they make you question the reality of like the story that it's taking place in. Cause then you get to the end and it's like, yeah, I don't know whether to like trust that this was like a real ending or not. And like, I, I would like the movie either way. Like I, like I said, I think it would be cool to have it just be, he goes crazy cause he thinks this is real, which I'm also cool with, but the ending being kind of ambiguous with the narrative plot holes, I feel like just kind of didn't work. Mm-hmm. Whereas with prisoners, just to give it an unfair comparison, we get a lot of narrative successes and then the ending is extremely ambiguous, which we don't know what's going to happen to Hugh Jackman. It's true. You know, but like we kind of get a hit and maybe, and then we see that um, Jake Gyllenhaal hears it. He hears it. Then he it stops ends. for a second. Right. But then it ends. And then it fade to black. And the bad guy is dead. So she can't spill the beans. Yeah. She can't spill. Oh, uh-huh. prisoners too. He dug a hole. <laughs> he dug a hole. Dug himself all the way to China, comes back out the other side, ends up in Japan. All of a sudden, he's got metal claws. He's Wolverine again. There you go. Uh, but overall, Empty Man, I thought the movie itself was was just fine. I would yeah. say 2.5 out of 5, fine. Narrative lacks and misses kind of drop it down for me. Visually yeah. great. Acting is all solid. Everyone's good in the movie. The main character, the actor, does a really good job of what he has. I think he's mm-hmm. a good actor. The effects were cool. Visually, it looks interesting. Um, cool looking town. Yeah. Um, but some stuff with the script just to me just didn't really didn't work. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I'd give it like a three. I mean, yeah, it's like everything else in the movie is great, but I mean, movies for the most part are about the stories that you're telling. So if your story's kind of like a mess, it's hard for me to yeah say that it's like good or great. I mean, right. you know, you can dress up a hunk of junk all you want, but if it's still a hunk of junk at this center, I don't know what I'm trying to say. That's a bad metaphor. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I don't know. Dress up a pig. 
You can dress a pig, but it's still pig. There's also a thing where, like, like B action movies are shitty. Yeah, but they're not trying to win you over with. Yeah, but at least most B action movies they have like a recognizable, easy to follow plot. Yeah, but like Commando isn't trying to get you in for like this like deep metaphysical story about no. to be or not to be. John Matrix wants to save his daughter, Melissa yeah. Milano, because she's kidnapped by the guy from fucking um, from Mad Max and Power Rangers, Vernon yeah. Wells, and he has to kill a bunch of people with the reporter or whoever the fuck it is, and then say one-liners, and then he gets her back, and that's the movie, right? That's the movie. There you go. So we're not narratively trying to give you any sort of depth beside beyond a hero's journey, quick, easy, yeah. rough and dirty tale. But movies like The Empty Man are promising me like a spiritual horror mm. thriller, yeah, element of narrative where there's no, there's very little plot that's progressed by fighting, yeah, um, and the story isn't told through fisticuffs; it's told through a dude talking to the main character for 10 minutes, which is too long about fucking life and some shit, which I yeah. literally was like so bored that entire sequence after he, when he goes to the, goes to the church the first time, I was like, this mm. is too long of a scene. Yeah. The church scene in general felt really, really long. Like he had yeah. the whole monologue and then he talked to the guy afterwards. And I was like, this is, a what lot. it does the what this movie does, which is what Marvel wishes their movies did, mm-hmm. which was it actually makes me want to just go and read the comics. That's true. Because I mean, the the premise, like I said, the premise is interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what the actual author, yeah, uh, created I'd to be do interested with the to story. know what the actual comic book story is. Absolutely. Well, Zach, anything else you want to mention about the Empty Man before we end the pod? No, I think we hit on everything. Um, I guess the quick and dirty is that it's mostly style and not a lot of substance. So I would agree with that. Well, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you back next week with more. Check the vending machines. See you guys.